Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's time to wake up with a nice cup of morning roast. Featuring the Fillmore's finest, Monte Hill. Uh, the pride of the Excelsior, Joe Butcher Boy Shasky. You're listening to 95 telling the game, the morning roast. happening on a Tuesday. I'm spicy now, baby. I'm spicy now. Now we got action. We got an NFC title game on Sunday. Fourth time in five years the Niners are playing an NFC title game. And boy, we got material. Baldy just joined us. And he says some things you don't want to miss. So we're going to play that all throughout this segment before we get to 5-2 Kirk Morrison. That's coming up at 8.30. Good morning to everybody out there getting off the graveyard shifts, the overnight dancers. Hopefully you made a good dollar yesterday. Good morning to all the teachers, students, cops, firefighters, park conductors. Shout out to Anna and Baby Chiz who are on FaceTime right now. You know, I'm a little, I'm probably a little triggered now because Anna says I have anger issues like Tony Soprano. That's not the case. Tony's psycho. He's psycho. By the way, shout out to the... Uh, I'll read it. Sunset, sunset Cantina. Cantina. So, you know, I'm an Excelsior boy with, with roots in the sunset. I got this letter. I opened this box today. It said, Bonte Hill and Joe Shasky, as a daily listener of the Morning Roast, a Frisco native, and a longtime business owner in our fine city, I would love to invite you down to my restaurant in the Outer Sunset. It's called Sunset Cantina. I have enclosed two gift cards, one for each of you, as well as some Cantina swag. We hope you will enjoy this and maybe even become regulars. This is my cell, because if you need a resi or whatever, just let me know that you're coming in. I would like to say hello. Thanks for the laughs in the morning. Keep up the good work. 3414 Judah at 39th Avenue at Sunset Cantina SF. And I'm telling you right now, he sent us sweatshirts. Yep. Uh, and if you're on YouTube, it's it's like a Toucan Sam kind of a character with the Sunset Cantina. Mm-hmm. You got the white one, show up the white one. The white one is hard. I yeah, like the I feel white like one. the white one I'll never be able to wear because Anna will just grab it. Yeah, I kinda wanna I kinda wanna steal that from you. It is sweet. I mean, it's really cool. So I just want to shout out, you know, there's a lot of small businesses right now that are doing everything they can to grind it out and make ends meet. And it's very difficult because the food delivery apps, you know, are, are such a big part of their business. And, you know, everybody's trying to squeeze a dollar, you know, uh, out, of, out of somebody. And it's just tough for these restaurant owners. And I know that there's a lot made about In-N-Out Burger closing in Oakland, which is why we need to support small businesses. Like Sunset Cantina. Yeah, I love that. Sunset right? Cantina. I'll be seeing you soon. I will be seeing you soon. Thank you, Colin. Uh, Roddy and Tracy. Roddy and Tracy. Get them on the airways before we start playing these Baldy cuts. Let's go, Roddy. I couldn't What's believe happening? what Baldy said. Yeah, I can't. We have well, to reset. Well, I, I could believe it. I could believe it he because has... the man knows football. So I could believe what he said. Go ahead, Roddy. Yeah, what's up, Roddy? What's up, Alex? Can you hear me? Gotcha. Yeah, but you got to bring it. Hey. A uh, couple things. It seems like Armstead's injury is a lot more serious than it actually is. Because Joseph Day was getting a lot of run, 
and I was wondering why the hell. Justin Day only got ten so snaps. Much. He only got ten snaps. Ten too many. He got ten snaps. He didn't. It wasn't like it, he played the entire game. To me too, Joe. He played ten snaps. It seemed too many to me. Yeah, but I didn't see him all year. Yeah, but he played ten snaps. Armstead's working himself back from an injury. They played ten snaps. He's working himself. I think back. We're overblowing his. Yeah, but Givens, the they, they were playing Givens much more throughout the, the end of the regular season. And I, I just look, D tackle's a problem. We spent a, a lot of money on it. It is a problem. But Justin Day only played, Justin Day only played 10 snaps. Okay, keep going. I understand, I understand. And it also seemed like that they were, you know, the Niners have been attacking the middle of the defense this whole year. And it seemed like they were wanting them to, and they weren't getting anything out of it. And it almost seemed like they were getting more production outside the numbers. And last thing, if Debo is really banged up, I almost want to see McCaffrey in his sort of role running in motion and having Elijah or Jordan Mason in the backfield just 100%. to have some sort of gravity pull. So that's all I got for you, boys. That's no. a good call. That's a good call. I'm, I'm not mad at you about that. I'm not mad at you about that. I mean, look, <laughs> the Debo injury is going to be a problem. Now, he brought up something, Roddy and Tracy – he brought up something about the middle of the field. So you keep bringing up the Ravens game. And what the Ravens did with their matchup zone was they just made the middle of the field congested. They had a guy designated to make sure, hey, Purdy and Shanahan want to throw the ball to this spot. Yeah. Whether it's the deep drag, whether it's the quick slant, whether it's the in routes, they had somebody over the middle of the field waiting on those routes. Same thing happened against Green Bay. Which was I during the game? I was screaming, saying, "Man, there's no deep shots. There's nothing outside the numbers." Mm -hmm. Finally, they got outside the numbers on the final drive. What do you know? Chris Conley, 17 yards. What do you know? Jawan Jennings with the drive started going for eight yards. What do you know? George Kittle's wide open in the flat. You have to take shots outside the numbers. That's what. That's the difference between Brock and Jimmy Garoppolo. Which is why we fell in love with Brock because he would take those shots outside the numbers deep down the field. I didn't see that against Detroit this week because they are sitting. I'm telling you, these teams now they know the shit ahead game mm -hmm. plan. They know where Purdy wants to throw. It's over the middle of the field, whether it's intermediate, deep, or short. They are sitting on those routes, Yasky. We got to open it up outside the numbers. Well, they don't have a lot of personnel that can win matchups out there. Like that's just not like Ray Ray's not not a great wide receiver. He's just not. Like it, well, it's not on Ray Ray. No, I know, but this is, this is where you got to develop guys. But you also have to. Well, I mean, you Chris also have Colley, to play to your Jawan personnel. Jennings, you know what I'm saying? But that's not their strength. Brandon Ayuk, force feed Brandon Ayuk oh, every that, single play. That I agree. You want to CD Lamb in Dallas is the only receiver worth the damn. Like Brandon Cooks is okay. No, you know, Brandon look, Cooks is... He's okay, he's whatever. On, but that's what I'm saying. Brandon I needs to be forced fed 15 targets. Yeah, but that's why Dallas is at home. You know, balanced attacks are what's going to help but, you But win. no, they had C.D. Lamb running some garbage routes in that, in that game. They didn't come ready to play, but for the most part, during the regular season. <laughs> yes. In a game like that, you know what? I got I, You just heard Baldy. Well, that's what I, I didn't see to. enough creativity for Brendan Ayuk. No, that I agree with. Which, again, it was like... It felt like it was the Debo game plan. And then when Debo goes down... They, they were like stuck. They were in no man's land. The bigger thing for me is that, and just I'm just going off the tone of Baldy. Baldy is unemotional when it comes to each team, right? Yeah, he's friends with Lane Johnson. He's got a soft spot in his heart for the Baltimore Ravens, right. but he doesn't root. I felt like he truly loved watching Brock Purdy play football for the longest time. He was maybe his biggest fan. He believed before I believed, I admit it, you know, and, and he helped win me over as well as Brock winning me over. And just didn't, you, you have to tap out when you have an unbelievable season like he had this year. He was unbelievable. But when I'm listening to Baldy, 
who is as big of a Brock Purdy fan, going back to last year, as anyone I know, when I'm putting when I when I'm going with my own eyes and I'm starting to like loose, uh, I don't know, and I'm listening to Baldy talk. The big game gene, I don't know about. That I don't know. But in terms of like seeing the field and being inaccurate, it's inarguable. He didn't have a great game until the end. And I don't think he was as impressed well, with the final fourth quarter as maybe a lot of people online have been. Well, so you missed the show. You're out with the new baby, LJ. Shout out LJ. Baby LJ. I missed a lot Baby of time Shaz. lately, and I apologize. So, but the, why are you apologizing for missing uh, time? Because I like being in. No, you don't need to you know, apologize for nobody. Stop, stop, stop apologizing. Sure, you're the straw. Um, <laughs> you know, Spadoni was in for you. It was before the Baltimore game. And we start talking MVP. You remember this, Spadoni? I think Spadoni asked a question, actually. You know, Brock Purdy, MVP, is it sealed? Is it? And Baldi said, I, I need to wait on that. I need to see what happens against Baltimore. And the way he said that, it was like, wait a minute, Baltimore, you've been hyping up Brock, you've been said. But it was the week of the Baltimore game where he said, this is the game I need to see him play well. And if he plays well this game, sure, fine, you're the MVP, whatever. Uh But I need to see it. I'm going to hold my reservation for the Baltimore game. And in the Baltimore game, Christmas night, Brock Purdy threw four interceptions. It could have easily been seven interceptions. Like, I'm not even being hyperbolic here. No. It could have been seven interceptions. No. And ever since that game, Baldy said, oh, boy, these are the type of defenses you're going to have to see in the playoffs. I need to reserve judgment on Brock Purdy. So he has not gotten over that Baltimore game. Well, it's safe to say that. That Baltimore game did a lot to Baldy, and it did a lot to our fans. It, he threw four picks in the game, all right? But four like the, picks, the, the and it could have been seven. The, no, no doubt, no doubt. The big game gene thing, like where you're talking about big games – isn't part of why Troy Aikman is held in high regard? Yeah, I love Troy Aikman for that. Big games. I know a lot Not of for his think, regular season yeah, I know a lot of people think he's overrated, but I think Troy Aikman is one of the best quarterbacks I've seen. He's in my top ten personally. He, is it, me growing up watching football yeah. up until today, Troy Aikman is in my top ten. All right. I don't think Eli Manning is even sniffing the top 15 yep. players of all time at the position. Yep. Why is he you know, highly regarded some of the big games that he played in? Uh, when I look at Patrick Mahomes... In a big game, does he ever step down? Mm. No. Why is Joe Burrow considered such an elite player? Because he outdueled Mahomes yep. in those one-on-ones in the big games, right? The big games do they, they matter? They matter a lot. And when I asked him, like, who do you trust in this big game? And he went Jared Goff. Well, here, let's I hear. Think, Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's let's play it. I would say Jared Goff. Just I mean, just because of his experience, just of his experience, and I think the overall offensive line play. Uh, in, in how they play and who and who those guys are up front. I mean, they got an all-pro, first-team all-pro center and right tackle. The left tackle has been in this league for a decade. Um, you know, they Glasgow is just a warrior. Yep. Like they, th- that group up front is really, really good. <laughs> he might are. be the best in all of football right now. So, and they protect Jared Goff. Like he's he's their guy. So I I would say just because Goff has been there, he's been to a yep. Super Bowl, he's been in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, just his mentality, it never really changes. I probably trust Goff more right now. So he trusts Goff more right now. And it's very interesting he said that. Which it doesn't surprise me he said that. It, it surprised me. No, it's not surprising okay. to me. Why? We just had this conversation last week. We talked about the four to see quarterbacks. And last Tuesday, people thought I was going for a narrative or some hot takes. And last week I said, out of the four to see quarterbacks, who are you taking off the board first, second, third, fourth? And then we talked about Jared Goff. 
And I said, you know, Jared Goff has proven a lot more in the playoffs than Brock Purdy. You pass a pushback, and I get it. I get it because of the Goff's failures. But he has been in a play. And McVay. And McVay, the way McVay publicly criticized right. him, which was so unique, that's all. He threw him under the bus. Yes, he did. But he did. but, he but did. I, I tried to mention this, and he actually did lead a team to a Super Bowl without Todd Gurley as his running back who got hurt. And they had C.J. Anderson, who they just picked up off the street. And they played Belichick and Brady. And Belichick's one of the greatest minds, if not the greatest defensive mind, that this game has ever seen. And they were in that football game for the most part. They were. Goff was young, inexperienced, but he did lead a team into the Superdome to get to that point to the Super Bowl. It's true. And he's played a lot of playoff games, and he's won a lot of big games. So that's why it doesn't surprise me with a guy like Baldy, because it's not there's no hate on Brock Purdy. He just doesn't have experience. Goff has been around the block a couple times. He's failed. He's been kicked. He's got sent to Detroit, and they thought, oh, boy, Goff's career is over. He's going to Detroit. Well, But what about reaching the NFC Championship game in back-to-back years? That's impressive. That's impressive. That's impressive. Okay. So it's just basically winning the NFC Championship well, game is a differentiator? Well, it's, no, it's not just that. It's not just I, that it's simple. It's impressive to take no. two different teams there. Two different teams. That, it, and golf grew with that Rams team. Yeah, and, and they, the Detroit team. And that Detroit team. And he's put up some numbers. Numbers for the Rams and the Lions. Now, also, Brock Purdy, sure, he got the back-to-back NFC Championship games. But why, how well did he play that Dallas game? The toe that we have about Brock Purdy right now was very similar to the toe we had about Brock Purdy after the Dallas game. He didn't play well for three quarters. And then in the fourth quarter, he showed up in money time, which he gets credit for. You showed up in the biggest moment, and you helped lead the team to the victory. But for three quarters of football against Dallas and against Green Bay, Brock Purdy was very, very average. And I'm being kind by saying that. Okay, so was the Seattle playoff game a big game? It was a huge game. Okay, he looked. He gets great. credit for that. He looked great in the second half. He did look great what, against Dallas, right? Was the Philly? Yeah, was the Philly? No, he didn't. And he didn't the following week. Was the Philly he game a big game? He played six plays. He played six plays. No, the Philly game this year. It was huge. Huge. We're talking playoffs, though. If oh, we're gonna move the I see what you're saying. We're going to move the goalposts. Golf is played. Well, golf outdoed Mahomes on Monday Night Football. Fifty-four, fifty-one. That was. A if, long we wanna time up, if we want to bring up, if we want to bring up regular season games, golf has a slew of regular season games to where he's balled out. I'm just trying to defend Brock Purdy on no. this. Like he hasn't shown up for big games. No, no, no. It's not that. It's. Baldy just said, "Who do you trust more in a big yeah. game?" And he's trusted golf more because he's been there before. Now I trust Brock Purdy. But I may trust Goff a little bit more. Now, in this game, it's a different matchup. They're not playing against each other. Goff has to go against his Niners defense. Purdy has to go against that Lions defense. For sure. So, I, I, I'm, for sure. all I said was I trust Goff a little bit more. And I got a lot of heat last week for saying that. A lot of heat. But it was based off of experience in the playoffs. I wonder what Niner fans, because I know that we're going to be more skewed toward Brock Purdy and what he's done this year. Dude, he was outstanding this year. Um, and he's coming off maybe his like worst performance, but he did you know nail it down in the fourth quarter. And mm-hmm. I haven't released really, now. Now Jared Goff threw a beautiful pass. They were up a touchdown right. late, and and then and they put them away. That was a championship drive. He was from behind, Brock Purdy in a game where he was struggling in. I think that you know I think his mental toughness I, I can't overlook. It's very admirable. To no, be able to, he, to, he to shake off everything I, I, he did for three quarters I and hope, play the way he did. I hope I'm not sitting here trying to slander Brock Purdy. No, I, just I think you're being it. fair. Uh, it's just, he played You're well trying to lay out quarter. the argument. It, we play, we just, I'm just calling it like it is. And if you don't like it, then... But I, I wonder I, where Niner fans are at, because I think most Niner fans like myself are going to dismiss Goff, and we're probably too dismissive. Well, they did dismiss Goff all year. 
the Lions all season long. I remember somebody brought it up yesterday. Said, Ponte, you said this week three that the Lions, you bet not sleep on them because we laugh at them. We laugh at Dan Campbell. We think Jared Goff is a bum because we see them fail with the Rams and we swatched him at Cal Berkeley not be able to take the Bears to a Pac-12 championship. We laughed at the Lions as a laughing stock. And I'm like, guys, this team is physical, man. And I know Baldy got on me after they beat the Chargers down in LA. That was a very impressive win to me to go to SoFi Stadium and to outduel them when the Chargers were playing for something and to win that game for that team. You talk about culture builders, team builders. They've done it all season long. So, I, look, all Baldy said was he trusts golf more in this game than he does Brock Purdy, which is surprising because I, I think it's surprising from this aspect from you, Shasky. It's because he was on the Purdy trade for a No, he was. And he, he was an, in part my own self, but he's in part of what has influenced some of my opinions. JTL Sullivan as well. Like, I'm watching the game with my own eyes. I formulate opinions. Then I watch the game back independent, um, like w- removing emotion. I'm watching the game back myself. Then I w- listen to what other people that are really educated in the football X's and O's right. try to explain. And they're telling me, like, why... You know, reinforcing things that I already kind of believe or making me think about things in a way that I didn't necessarily know. I don't pretend to know every inner working of every single route combination right. and all that. Like, that's not me. I, I don't, I'm just a dude who has Niner season tickets and wants to see them win the Super Bowl and wants us to have a franchise quarterback right. to win it all. But when Brian Baldinger, who I believe to be this era's John Madden, is championing you as one of these studs when everyone else is saying, no, you're not, I'm going to listen to him because he knows what he's talking about. He breaks down more film than anyone. So, yeah, when he's a little shaky and I already felt a little shaky, yeah, that's not a good sign. And I wonder how many 49er fans are out there listening to this right now, either screaming at their radios oh, they're screaming. or yelling at us like, you morons, Jared Goff over Brock Purdy. you got to look at it from the other point of view well, as well. Well, I laugh. At Niner fans, when they tell me they'd rather have Brock Purdy over Josh Allen. Come on. That happens. How can you watch? What, I, I, just, I don't even want to go there. But it's just in football, man, I know I realize having these arguments and talking, you're never, you can't please everybody. You just can't. Dominic and Sally Andrew, what's happening? What's going on, fellas? Uh, this is the perfect time for me to come on because you guys are talking about Brock Purdy. I honestly don't think the offensive struggles are on Purdy. And I'm not claiming to be an expert, but I watch all the games. I was at the game. I truly believe Shanahan is too scared of turnovers until he gets a two-score lead. He waits all year for the playoffs. He looks for all these fancy schemes, all these fancy plays to drop, and he does a motion bubble screen to the left, fakes it, and throws a bubble screen to the right the first play of the game. And it just... What's with all the confusion? What happened to this talented team that would put two tight ends out there, pick a butt cheek on the guard, and then just run it right up the middle? (laughs) He needs to go after teams more because the first half of the game, it seems like we're on our heels and not on our toes, and we're begging our defense to get a stop, which they're talented enough to do. But we could jump out 21 to nothing on teams if Shanahan allows him to make these beautiful throws that Purdy's been making all year. We have not seen a quarterback like this make throws over the top of linebackers across the middle like this in decades. If Kaepernick did it, it was a bullet pass, and it barely missed the linebacker. And if Garoppolo did it, it was up in the air forever and landed in a linebacker's jersey. This is something special we have here, and he needs to take him out of the box and let him go crazy and destroy this Lions defense because that's what's supposed to happen. No doubt. No doubt. That's that's a hell of a call. Let's get to Trey real quick before we get to Kirk Morrison at 8.30. Trey and Vallejo, what's happening? Man, how you top of the morning to you guys? Man, how morning. you guys doing today? Oh, man, I can't complain, Trey. Oh, all right. uh, 
uh, a few things. You know, my prediction is this. You know, I, I got the Niners taking it this Sunday. Um, I'm kind of like a old, old philosopher on this. A dome team coming outside. You know, I think that's going to play a part to the Niners' advantage. But, you know, yeah, I know Detroit is tough. You know, but I, I see the Niners winning it. Like, I'm going to go I'm gonna go 28-17. Uh, it's too early for 17. predictions. I got to know what Debo's doing. Like, I can't I can't even begin to predict. We don't even know if Debo's going to play. Yeah. I, I got I that's a that's a key component. Yeah. Like this team, forget this year and the three game slide. Just think about the career of Debo. When he's missed time, they have been significantly under five hundred. They're right. a totally different organization. All right, we're gonna have a lot of Dan Campbell sound. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Some Baldy sound. Uh, Baldy sound. Dan Campbell sound. Lions and Niners. I got the Niners winning. I know it's too early for predictions. Uh, don't get it twisted. I think the Niners are the better football team. But you better come ready to play. You come like you came out last week against Green Bay, and you will, we will be having a funeral next Monday. Those are facts. But I have the Niners winning. All right, let's break. Let's break. Kirk Morris is coming up. That's brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full-service banking, no compromises. Time to play the game. Time to play the game. <laughs> Back to the morning roast with Fonte and Shasky. I got my main man, Kirk Morrissey, coming up. Courtesy of the Boxer Gerza guest line. I'm in a great mood. <laughs> got me a couple cappuccinos, Chasky. We're talking NFC Championship game. And 49er fans are losing their minds. What's new? Because we can't. You know, whether it's the quarterback or the head coach. <laughs> Look, I'm happy we're the NFC title game. But I also have perspective that if you play like you did on Saturday, you're going home. And you're not making it to Las Vegas. So is there an urgency here on the show? Are we a little edgy this morning, this week? Well, I say, the more you talk, the more you make me nervous. Yeah, I get that, RJ. I get that. The stakes are high. <laughs> We've had an iconic season. One for the ages. Quarterback playing out of his mind, leading the league in all the passing categories. He had a head coach in the seventh year who has been, for the most part this season, very aggressive. All-time players in Debo, Brandon Ayuk, and George Kittle. Of course, Christian McCaffrey. Can't forget about him. The defense only giving up 17 points a game. But you know what? Damn it, we want the whole damn thing. Going to another NFC title game is just not enough. It just said, hey, well, we may have a franchise quarterback. No, that's not good enough for me. Well, the irony of the whole like comps to Joe Montana, which are ludicrous, is that Bill Walsh even tried to trade away Joe Montana multiple times? And Bill Walsh even brought in Joe Montana's successor. Right. And and frustrated the hell out of everyone. Exactly. I mean, that's what and that I'm, was with a guy who had Super right. Bowls on his shelf. And, and see, here's the other thing that that's and we I guess some of us didn't learn our lesson, but I did. I know you did. I see a comment like this. 
Yes, Bonte, we don't need to trip this hard over Detroit. Can we at least save the nervousness for Mahomes in the Super Bowl? See, that's the problem. Can't look ahead. <laughs> did, did you just learn your lesson Saturday night? I, I did. Six minutes left in the game. We all we all had lemon booty. You don't think it was lemon floating in booty. my head thinking, what are we going to talk about on Monday? Oh, my gosh. If, quarter- <laughs> if you didn't, okay, like let's call, let's call it as, if you were sitting there watching that game Saturday night and you were thinking to yourself, huh, this is fine. You are delusional because I know it was going through my head. Oh, God. Bonte is going to be texting us. Kirk Cousins is back on the table. Bonte is going to be texting us. Who are they going for? Whose fault is this? No, I wasn't thinking that. I said, we're going to be talking about that. Let's bring in our main man. <laughs> my bad. I didn't mean to, no, I didn't no, mean to I, phrase it that no, way. No, 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 no. But no, you're right. No. Like that's what we were all that's thinking. What, we're gonna be we're not gonna be texting. We're gonna be talking about it. We were it. gonna be talking defensive line, head coach, play calling, and quarterback all offseason. All right, let's let's talk to our main man, Oakland's finest, the pride of Bishop O'Dowell High School. Former Raider linebacker, now on the Rams pre and post, also calls college football games for ESPN, does a hell of a job doing that. Our main man, 5-2. We even get a warrior take in here for watching. Kirk was disappointed in us, Shasky. Why? We had to bump him last time. He goes, come on, dog. You know I can talk warriors. I was like, I know, Kirk. I'm trying to get you on the post game show for so damn long here when you get back to the bay. Kirk, man, good morning, man. Thanks for joining us this week. Man, fellas, great to be with you as always, man. How are we doing today? Uh, we're, we're doing all right. I we're, feel better, some, yeah. <laughs> but I'd, I'd be lying to you if I wasn't watching that game. Look, you played the game. You're talking about the yeah. game for a long time. Like, Look, I'm just calling it what it is. If you're going to go down and your season's on the line, go down shooting your best magic bullet, as in Christian McCaffrey. I couldn't believe right. they got away from, from, from giving this man the ball. Like he, he In a, in a one-score, rain-soaked game, where your quarterback looks a little sketch at, at at best, okay? Hand the ball off to the best player on the team. Like, it was driving me insane. Yeah, I, I would agree with you a little bit there, Shasky, only because I felt like this was a game in which you realize that throwing the ball deep down the field was not going to be the case. Everything that Brock Purdy had was underneath. I mean, if you really think about it, he threw more checkdowns than Derek Carr did while he was with the Raiders. It mm. was unbelievable. And so... To me, I thought you would rely on the running game just as much as the Green Bay Packers relied on their run game, right? I mean, I saw Aaron Jones breaking, you know, tackles, and they 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 said, you know what, we're going to run right at Fred Warner. I'd never seen Fred Warner that deep before. He was six, seven yards deep making tackles, and I'm saying, what is going on here? So Green Bay had a plan, and they executed their plan. I thought the 49ers. They had to find a plan when Debo Samuel went out, and so that's why I thought that they would lean on Christian McCaffrey more. But when they leaned on them at the times they needed, Christian McCaffrey delivered. I think that's where, where I think where Shanahan this this week will have to lean on number twenty three a little bit more. Kurt Morrison on the boxer and Gerson Gaslin. I caught that slip up. You almost said Schottenheimer, and you know what? That's appropriate <laughs> because I thought Shanahan was more Schottenheimer in that game on Saturday. Yeah, I didn't like the play calling. I thought he got a little tight. We know Marty Schottenheimer, rest in peace, one of the best mm-hmm. coaches we've seen. He would get tight yeah. in playoff games, and that's why he never advanced to a Super Bowl here. So, what frustrated you more on Saturday with the 49ers watching that game, just as a football observer? Was it their lack of pass rush? Was it the run defense? Was it the play calling? Was it the quarterback play five two? For them to keep relying on Ambry Thomas. I mean, that dude right now, you put Ambry Thomas out there, you better might as well just put a sombrero on him because everybody knows, go at him. Number 20 in red, throw the ball his way. Wow. Because to me, his confidence, come on, man, let's be real. If we're watching the game, that dude right now, his confidence is just not there. 
you don't have Talanoa Yufanga as well in that defensive secondary. Mm-hmm. This is a different secondary that we've seen. Yep. And so for me, this is a much different matchup. I mean, yeah, I think those were a bunch of teenagers. I mean, all them dudes can still get in the city nights, the Green Bay Packers <laughs> wide receivers. That's that, how young they were. And that's they were a still deep pull. <laughs> that is a deep pull. <laughs> I'm just being real with you, though. But, the, but those young receivers were able to create separation, and they had a great day. And now all of a sudden, you got a dude who I don't know if 49ers fans have seen him. I've had a chance to watch him since his days at Modern Day High School. But Amon Ross St. Brown is the dude. Wow. He is the real deal. And you team him along with Jamison Williams. And then another guy who was really, really underrated in, um, and, and Reynolds, the wide receiver who oh, yeah. was currently with the Rams. Look, this wide receiver group is going to go after that 49ers secondary. I think that's what surprised me a little bit most. Charvarius made his plays, but... I think the ability to run the football really shocked me along that 49ers front. And, and let's be honest, I didn't, we didn't call Chase Young's name until he got reached. And then even Nick Bosa didn't really make Thank a lot of those plays that you thought in, in getting after the passer. So I was surprised. But you remember, it was one of those rainy games where you didn't have that deep passing, but yet Jordan Love was still able to have that time rather than block Brock Purdy. So that's kind of... You know, when I watched the game back twice already, I was just trying to figure out well, why is this 49ers pass rush not getting there? You, you know, I'm glad you bring up the pass rush because y- your expertise obviously is going to slant more toward the defensive side of the ball. And you, you watch this Detroit team, so I've got a lot of questions on on Ombre Thomas. But let's start with, with Bosa real yeah. quick. Like, when you're an all-time right. great and you get paid mega bucks, I judge you differently. Right. Like, you are not right. some fifth rounder. Aaron Donald dominated <laughs> in the NFC Championship game in the fourth quarter and ended the Niners season. He did the same yeah. thing in the Super Bowl. That's why he's Aaron Donald and is one of the greatest players Correct. I've ever seen. I'm still waiting for Nick Bosa in the last four playoff games to do something in the fourth quarter. Uh-huh. Now, I know Dre Greenlaw came through the big play, but like you can't get stood up by wide receivers when you're Bosa. Am, am I tripping? Am I singling him out? Or is that how you view it as well? No, I think that you put those players on, on a different pedestal, right? We're talking about him, T.J. Watt, uh, Miles Garrett, right? You, these are the guys who we consider the best in the game. And, you know, having – I thought that was disrespectful, having a wide receiver block you in the run game. But that's what happened, and it created a scene for Aaron Jones. This is one of those games where he'll have the opportunity this week to get after the pass a little bit. The only thing is that he's got a couple of dudes, right? When I look at this, the rosters of both teams, Niners and Lions – it's kind of crazy that the Spider-Man meme pops up because you start pointing at each other saying, man, they got the same dudes that we got. Yep. Trent Williams, Panay Sewell, I'm telling wow. you, and I'm saying he's not there yet, but, man, you talk about a guy who's going on that same comp where Trent Williams is, and Taylor Decker's been in this league for like 15 yeah. years, it feels like. So you got two bookend tackles that are really going to make Nick Bosa have to earn it. It's going to be more on like Chase Young, right? The guys up front, Armstead, the guys in the middle are going to have to get, try to make some uh, hey this week because it's going to be different. But I get what you're saying, Chasky. You need Nick Bosa to have, make his presence felt. Yeah. To be honest, I think you're 100% right. We haven't felt that presence of Nick Bosa, who's a former defensive player of the year. No, you're spot on 5-2, and I'm glad you said what you said about Chase Young because after his first game with the 49ers against Jacksonville, everybody was ready to pay the guy. And I'm sitting here saying, well, well let's well, wait a minute here. Let's see how the rest right. of the season plays out. And now I think everybody's like, you know what? Chase Young can walk. I'm not paying him mega bucks here because he's had no impact. It is it is what it is. But I'm glad you brought that up about the defense. Uh, I want to go back to Brock Purdy for a second because Baldy, we just mm-hmm. had Brian Baldy on. I know you respect him. Right. 
y'all watch Brian Baldi's uh, breakdowns, and he's kind of been out on Brock since the Ravens game. You know, he was he waiting was for the Ravens fan. game. He was his biggest fan. He goes, let me see what he does against the Ravens. And Brock threw four picks, and it could have been seven. Where are you at with right. Brock Purdy right now? Because we see all the national discourse from your network, ESPN, and we see everybody yeah. talking on their podcast of Brock Purdy. Where are you at right now with Brock Purdy heading to this title game? You remember one of those games we used to play in elementary, and they used to always say, hey, one of these things are not like the other? Yeah. And that's kind of what it is this weekend. There's four quarterbacks. Three of them were drafted in the first round. One of them wasn't. And the guy who wasn't is Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant. All of that stuff comes into play. I think like Lamar Jackson and, and Patrick Mahomes, former MVPs in the league, they speak for themselves. Jared Goff has led a team to a Super Bowl already, and he's trying to do it again with the Detroit Lions. But when it comes to Brock Purdy, I feel like we can't ignore where he was drafted. We can't ignore the games in which we've seen from him. And look, last week people are saying, wow, Brock Purdy led. Look, I, and I'm not a Brock Purdy basher. I love the kid. Yeah, I you know, covered him when he was at, 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 at uh, Iowa State. Man, he had some unbelievable talent there that he worked with as well. But last week he threw three, something, a check down. He threw an unbelievable, not always have a, was it more of the throw or the catch by Ayuk on that last drive? And then he threw a nice honey hole shot. But then Christian McCaffrey ran the ball in. I'm not saying that that drive was all because of Brock Purdy, but what I'm saying was that the team truly helped him out. And so I just haven't seen that moment just yet where I felt like, okay, he belongs with that group. Like, you know what I mean? We've right. all been mm-hmm. to the club before. Mm-hmm. There's a VIP section. <laughs> Mahomes can 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 the Mahomes. He doesn't have to show ID. Lamar Jackson don't have to show ID. Jared Goff, his resume speaks for itself. I'm telling you, the bouncer is going to stop Purdy, right? Like, hold on, hold on, no, 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 no. This is these are these are guys. These are dudes. We I haven't seen you. I don't know you yet. So I think that's what to me for a lot of people nationally, even for myself. We just still need to see more. This this isn't it's it's not the Tom Brady yet, right? Yeah. We still need to see more on his resume, and it's no knock to him. But they're throwing the day Montana opportunity. Not to cut you off, mm-hmm. Kirk. They're throwing Montana out there, saying, "Oh, that was his Montana moment." I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" They're no, not no, no, the no, Super no, Bowl twenty three, the final no, drive. No, no, bro, no, that final drive for Riders. Bro, this is for Riders out here <laughs> in the Bay Area. No, man, stop, man. John Taylor, all them cats. Come on, man, don't do that to us like that. Man, he, he's he's got do it man and this is trust me he can do a lot for himself this weekend against the Lions that defense and this would always say man how motivated are you too as coordinators I'm not taking anything away from you know Kyle Shanahan and this offense but what I'm saying is that Aaron Glenn is trying to get a head coaching job you don't think he wants to shut down Kyle Shanahan's offense you don't think he's going to throw exotic blitzes and things and show different looks to Brock Purdy, absolutely right. Same thing on the other side. Ben Johnson, their offensive coordinator, the hottest candidate for a head coaching job. You don't think these dudes is trying to come to San Fran with that Detroit versus everybody mentality? This is all I'm saying, man. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be at the game on Sunday, fellas. Oh, nice. All gotta- I, all, all, yeah, yeah. All, all I want to see is this: if the dude number nineteen is not walking out with the boombox on Sunday, that's a different 49ers team. That's a different 49ers team. If Debo Samuel is not walking out with Trent Williams in the boom box and they not having that same swagger, that's like all of us going out and we missing our, our, our best friend, our cousin. He's not with us. His health and availability 
I think messes with the psyche of the 49ers. Debo's able to go, I feel like you good. He's not able to go, hey man, you missing you missing that one key piece. And then you try to throw an end around with Juwan Jennings last week. Come on, man. Yeah, he, he's not Debo. Don't try to come on. Don't do that. First play in the second half. First play in the second on, half, man. they ran that play. Like, I know. like what is that? Like, <laughs> well, stop it, Kyle. Get out of here. <laughs> Kirk, let me ask you, before we get to, to Jared sure. Goff, because you have uh you had an up close, you know, seat for Jared Goff in, in St. Louis or excuse me, in LA and now no. in you've no, seen him even now when he was one of them one of them Cal Bears too. That's, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. But before I get to that, before I get to that. Is is part of how we're viewing Brock Purdy, and I'm I'm just asking out loud because I know all of this for me gets blended at times, and it's fair or not. Right. I, I don't even know. Does the Jimmy Garoppolo portion of the Niner run the last few years does that bleed into how we're viewing Brock Purdy? Like, had they not had runs with Jimmy G, would we be this skeptical of Brock Purdy? Had they not had runs with Jimmy G, will be skipped. like like seeing I, I Jimmy like, G fall like, short. Like, Do you get what I'm saying? Like, I, I I hear that part of it, but this was still an organization that that traded three first round picks for Trey Lance. Yep. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I haven't forgot that. Yeah. Like, maybe some other people are like, oh, I, I, we forgot about that. <laughs> I didn't forget about that. You traded three first-round picks for Trey Lance. The dude's not even on the roster. <laughs> so that's where my skepticism comes in is that you were trying to find the replacement. And, oh, by the way, you slipped up and found Brock Purdy is mystery relevant. Don't say, like, he was the guy that we targeted the whole time. No, you found a quarterback that has ran the offense. And to me, it almost – and this is what you don't want it to be. Right, I've always used this 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 this, this, uh, this analogy. You don't want it to be you don't want it to be milk, right? Because milk it tastes good for a while, but it always has that what an expiration date. And I think we're all waiting on that expiration date on Brock Purdy. Wow. Or is this going to be the milk that continues to keep going? Or is this almond milk? Is this oat milk? Yeah. Is this soy? Right? Hey, it can last a little bit longer. Kirk, I but drink if it's regular dairy, milk. bro. If it's regular, <laughs> if it's regular dairy, man, you already know that they got an expiration date. Oh, I love it, Kirk. I, love I it. drink oat milk. There's nothing wrong with that. It's I, actually I, better. I, I, Kirk, I've got boozy too. I've been on the almond milk for about five years. That's why okay. I call it be boozy bonds. Yeah. Hey. But I can. I, I love the analogy. I love the analogy. Not everybody can have muscles like you, Kirk. We're not drinking two percent milk or you know whole milk. Brady Quinn was pushing. No, no, muscle milk. Muscle milk. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember Brady Quinn I, I, we, used to have the muscle milk? <laughs> now I'm done. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Uh, the Lions, though. You saw the Lions this year. Obviously, the Rams went yeah. up to Detroit. Yeah. Very fun football game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was physical. Uh, I was shopping yeah. Vegas clock man. This was the first time I ever seen him kind of mismanage the clock in both halves there. But what was the big takeaway? Baltimore, too, though. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. But yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what? But the Rams played hard, but they couldn't score in that red zone. And that Detroit Lions defense, a lot of people say, man, the secondary is trash in Detroit. But what do they do so well? Because they bend, bend, and bend. But don't break. And it seems like they always come up with big plays on the defensive side of the football. Uh, you know, I've I got some um, friends on staff over there, too. And um, I've kind of crossed a couple games this year for my college. And the Detroit Lions are playing that weekend. So I've had a chance to stay in the same hotel and just talk to the guys. And they all tell me the same thing. And there's a belief that they know that let's get it to the fourth quarter and we're going to find a way to win. Mm-hmm. Like, they really, truly believe that. And I think on top of that, I thought last week Matt LaFleur got a little conservative and tried to hold on to win. Detroit, that's not who they are. With Dan Campbell, they're going to take it from you. They're, they're not like hoping, to, oh, let's hope and kick a field goal. Let's, no, they're going to go for it on fourth down. They are going to be aggressive. 
They come in the Santa, Santa Clara to come take a victory. They know if they're going to go to the Super Bowl in Las Vegas, they got to take it. They, the 49ers aren't going to give it to them. That's what stands out to me. I saw with the Rams game, how many times we've seen teams late in the game, they've got to run it three times in order to right. keep the clock moving. Man, they do say, nah, Jared Goff. Yep. They trust in, the, in my guy from Marine Catholic and Cal, mm-hmm. Jared Goff, to go do what? Go make a play. Go, go, go. Your quarterback, your resume speaks for itself. Go make a play. And the dude does what? He goes out, makes a couple plays, and runs the clock out, man. That's what the 49ers are up against this week. A guy who is, look, Jared Goff is unafraid. Definitely. What's Definitely the thing are. about Goff? But before you get on that, 30 seconds. What is the, the thing about Goff people get wrong? Wow, what did they get wrong? Yeah, like, because I think, for me, when I saw McVay rip him publicly, I was right. like, oh, well, McVay knows more about football than, than anybody. Yeah. Like, I trust his evaluation. Well, he was with him every and, day. Like, to see him do what he's doing has been very impressive. And, and even and even last week, Kirk, I, we were talking about the quarterbacks left in the NFC, and I said, you know, to Shaska, I was like, you know, I... Golf has more experience. I may lead golf over Purdy, and everybody say, "What, Jared Golf? He stinks." And I'm like, "Well, he did lead a team to a Super Bowl. He has outdoor right. Mahomes on Monday Night Football. He's had some prolific games, some memorable games here. I don't know why he gets disrespected. So maybe it is because he got traded to Detroit. I don't know." Yeah, but I'll always say this though about Jared. He went through some tough times in Los Angeles. He went through a, a tough time. I mean, remember they went three thirteen and one his first year over in Detroit. It was bad. But yet, you know what? They found a way. They found a way to get to the point. I think what you miss sometimes with Jared Goff is the guy is, I hate to use this term, but he is sneaky athletic. He'll take off in that pocket. He'll get about six or seven yards. He'll pick up a first down when needed. But the thing about it is he is unfazed. If you haven't seen Jared Goff, he is unfazed. He'll throw, maybe he, he rarely throws a bad ball, but if he does, he'll forget about it, move on from it. And that's what you have to understand this week against the 49ers. I really feel like Jared Goff is coming in with his hometown right there behind him. He's coming in to go take it. Like, his, this is a different Jared Goff I know that I saw in Los Angeles. He is taking on that mentality of Detroit versus everybody. And I think that's the mentality that you need in order to go out and win this weekend because, you know, look, San Francisco is going to be ready to roll. Them dudes is going to be ready. But without Debo Samuel, I'm telling you, they're missing a little bit of that stinger. And we'll see what happens if he's available on Sunday. Yeah, 50-50 for Sunday's game. No fractures, anything like that. They'll know more on Wednesday. But they need Debo Samuel, no doubt about it. Kirk, 5-2, we're going to text you on Sunday. We'll meet up with you. We'll see you at Levi Stadium, man. Always thank you for the time. Always a pleasure, fellas. Great to be with you. Anytime. Kirk Morrison here on the Morning Rolls on 95.70 game. And look, man, <laughs> there's a lot of new audience members. I get it. You're coming over here for the first time. Never heard of the Morning Roast. This is how we get down over here. We don't pacify things. We're not going to tell you what you want to hear. We're going to tell you what we think. And if you don't agree with our opinions, that's fine. It's sports. A lot of people are going to disagree. But this ain't your normal mother and father cookie-cutter radio. We're not just going to wave pom-poms because the home team won. We're going to assess the situation. And this situation right now is critical for the 49ers to win this game in the, on Sunday against the Detroit Lions. Thank you, you know what? Hey, and you know what? Brock Purdy didn't have a great game. It's fine. He came through in the fourth quarter. We can say that over and over and over again. But also, if you play like that, Next Sunday, you're going to lose. Well, I underestimated the Green Bay Packers, right? We Be- all did. Well, no, but I but I think we I was did. pretty disrespectful. No, we all did. I was pretty disrespectful, and I feel pretty foolish in retrospect. And I've done it. I'll do it again. I'll do it down the line. Um, 
Bonte, have you ever coached a youth team at any point? I coached high school football for a season. Yeah, yeah. And I and I coached some youth in a junior yeah. player development program for two years. Coach Peralta was one of the you, coaches, you, and then Coach Bluford. Yeah, I love Coach Coach yeah. Ken P. Uh, you could be coaching third grade boys basketball, fifth grade girls volleyball. Right. High school level football, like whatever. You know what coaches have conversations on? Hey, who should we start? Who should we be playing? And you're passionate. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. These are these are normal sports conversations right. that you have. Okay? You know what we don't do? Is talk in narratives and fakeness and like even when you win and you're coaching a team like, man, we need to work on this, right. we need to work on this. Always. We can't do that again. They're, like, man, we need to learn from this listen, particular thing. Radio shows that we do, television shows that I do. Both times when I leave the studio and I get in my car, it's like, damn, I should have said that. Yes. Damn, I should have brought that up. I Maybe I should have let Shasky do this. Maybe I should have said, we do it all the time. All the time. So why can't we do it with the football team? Because Brock Purdy struggled a little bit. And every, like, let's stop. Let's assess the quarterback situation the same way we did with Trey Lynch, Jimmy Garoppolo, Colin Kaepernick, Alex Smith, Steve Young, Jeff Garcia, and every other quarterback who's worn a 49er jersey. That's it. This is what we do in San Francisco. If you're new to this, then let me educate you on this. This is how we talk about quarterbacks in this market. Quarterback controversies is what we do in the Bay Area. That's the business we're in. And quarterbacks make things go. When you have a Montana sitting there in the suite and you have Steve Young on the field dapping up Little Wade, guess what? We're gonna put we're gonna set the bar high for Brock Purdy too, especially after the regular season he just produced. That wasn't the same guy we saw in the regular season. The amount of people I see destroying Josh Allen, destroying Josh Allen, I'm questioning your intelligence as right. a human being. If you can't watch the Buffalo Bills play football and go, damn, like Josh Allen carries them. Carries them. Now, he, he'll he get away. He'll make a bowhead decision and turn the ball over. But once they got Joe Brady in there as offensive coordinator, Josh Allen showed that he has MVP talent. Yeah, and so like, like Lamar Jackson it. It was going to have two MVPs before he hits 28 years right. old. Two. You know what most people are asking themselves? Are we sure he could beat Patrick Mahomes at home? Right. Are we sure? Yep. And he's going to get crushed. And he's carried that team this yep. year with no Mark Andrews. Mm-hmm. The quarterback position is different. I mean, it just is. I mean, Warrior fans have no problem crushing Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Steph Curry, no Steve Kerr. These are four-time champions. They wanted Bob Myers fired after he won three championships. <laughs> Steve Kerr fired, and then they won a fourth one, and it's still ain't good enough. Uh, Bruce Bochy was like a lot of people were pissed at Bruce Bochy after the 2016 playoffs. Like we can go right down the list. Right. This is what sports fans do. I don't know why we're so afraid. To have normal sports well, conversations. So, so, here's another- so, for example, Jared Goff. Right. I have dismissed Jared Goff because McVay dismissed him, and I was wrong. And and I'm not going to do that heading into this week. And now I'm really worried about their wide receivers but, and our secondary. But see, you understand what I was trying to say last week. Now right? I kind of, yeah. You understand what I was yeah. saying last week. I said, look, I'm not the biggest Jared Goff fan. I'm not. But I also realize that he's been through a lot, and he's got experience. And when, you know, I was getting ticked off at Spinotti in the chat because he was saying, oh, man, Jared Goff, Baker Mayfield, Jared Love, this is easy for the 49ers. I said, man, don't dismiss Jared Goff in that Lions team. They get paid, this too. Is, they get paid, too. And now some people are saying, well, you know what? Purdy doesn't get paid as much as them. Well, one day you're going to have to make a decision on Purdy. And now, you, today's not the day We're for the conversation. There. Thank God. But but you better believe the conversation will come on whether or not you want to pay Brock Purdy and make him the franchise quarterback. Now, a lot, he went to Super Bowl. Boom. Give him the money. Pull the brick struck out. Whatever. Ponte. 
Nick Bosa has had a Hall of Fame start to his career, and it took until the last hour of the regular season to, to approach for them to finally settle on a number. If you don't think the 49ers are going to be a little more pragmatic when it comes to paying the quarterback, well, then you just haven't been paying attention to how the Niners operate. They wouldn't budge on a number with Nick Bosa, who's been outstanding. It's why Derek. It's why DeForest Buckner is in Indianapolis, wearing a coat uniform. Yeah, to your point. Yes, this is why Buckner's not here anymore. Yes, <laughs> uh, Gabriel is San Jose. Gabriel, what's happening? What's going on, Bonte? What's going on, Shasta? I'm a first-time caller. Thank you. How's it going? Oh, man, we're good. I uh, just wanted to kind of chime in on this whole Brock Purdy talk. Um, you know, just kind of want to give him my, my, my insight. Um, for me, I just want to, hey, with all due respect, fellas, I love what you guys do. Um, I watch every uh, – I listen every morning. Uh, but we just – can we just stop saying, like, Brock had a bad game? I mean, was it pretty? No. Did he struggle? Yes. Did he look uncomfortable? Yes. But to say he had a bad game throwing 250 yards, a dime touchdown to Kittle, uh, with a beautiful clutch drive at the end when he needed it. I mean, and not to, not only say that, but the scramble at the end to set up the game-winning touchdown for McCaffrey, like, to say he had a bad game, like, that just kind of just ruffled my feathers a little bit. Um, and, and, again, I'm not a Purdy stand. I'm a 49er stand, just like you, Bonte. Yep. Um, but if we're going to tell it how it is, we're going to tell it how it is. And this whole, like – Did he not struggle uh, for three quarters, Gabriel? He struggled for three quarters for the most part. He did. Right? 100%. That's that's all I've said all week. He struggled for the first three quarters. And in muddy time, he woke up and got us in the damn NFC Championship game. Survive in advance. That's all we're saying. Yep. 100%. I I, I feel that. But to say he had a bad game, Vontae, you know football like me. To say somebody had a bad game, you had a bad game. That's you throwing two interceptions. And fumbling the ball. Well, interceptions tend to be. Well, well, you know what, Gabriel? (laughs) Darnell Savage right now is going to be thinking about a ball he dropped all offseason that could have changed this football game. You know what I'm saying? How come? Right, right. uh, Agreed. But how come nobody's talking about the the four interceptions that Love could have thrown? Nobody's talking about that. Because we expect that from Love. Because they were a 10 point underdogs. Like, like the, I, I, I get that too. I, I mean, get that's that too, like, the, and they I had the youngest that. team heading into the playoffs that anyone's ever seen in thirty years. Like, it'd be a different story if you play right. that same game against the Chiefs. Everything is different. I do, but it's the Green Bay Packers, is, and it's a guy making his second playoff start. Gabriel, how old are you, Gabriel? I'm thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. So you're around our age. So you understand the way we critique quarterbacks in this market is a little different than any other market, right? One thousand. It's not fair. I don't like it. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't set the rules. I didn't make up the rules. It just. It is what it is. All I'm trying to do is be fair to Brock Purdy, as I was to Jimmy Garoppolo. At times, we get a little sideways. We do. We get a little over the top oh, when it comes oh. to criticism. We get it a little over the top when it comes to praise. But what we saw on Saturday, it was a reminder of some bad quarterback play, Gabe. That's all it was. Yeah. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. But at the same time, when I look at it too, I think of yeah, the Green Bay Packers. They have a. They have a young team. But we also have a young quarterback going in his what his second season, and he only played a season and a half. Like, come on! And to, and for him to do that, like everybody talks about the pressure, the pressure, the pressure. I well, Brock Purdy does have pressure on him because he's leading a bunch of men that need a championship now, and he's that young trying to do that. That's just a lot of pressure. But he's doing his thing. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for. Getting- we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.